welcome back to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. Yes. I am one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I'm one of your hosts, Chad. Still trying to finish up this cold brew. We just hit another vape pit. That's how you know it's going to be a great episode. Yep. Let's, uh, let's talk about it. It is season three, episode four, episode 41, Trust. Trust. You ready to just go? Yeah, I mean, do you want to say something about it? Like... It's, uh, it's well, a, I want, it's I want to say this. Okay, okay, say it. I've got something I've wanted to get off my chest for a while. And I want you to get it off your chest. Marlo's haircut mm-hmm. fucking rips. Um, yeah, I would just like to rewind, do another classic Ronnie rewind. Okay. When I, the first time we saw Marlo on screen, I was calling him Mr. Bullcut. Okay. And you just had to flash how strong your knowledge was and didn't even let me go with the joke for longer than one minute before you're like um his name's marlo and um that he's not actually mr bulkhead his name's marlo and now here we are season three episode four and you want to start off our episode commentary talking about his haircut i said it rips i didn't say i wasn't making fun of it i'm not gonna say oh mr bulkhead marlo's a good guy he the stuff with annie you know he was Mm -hmm. Trying to stand up. He wants to end corruption. This guy yeah. rips. Yeah, Marlo. This is a great Marlo episode. He might be MVP of this episode. Okay. Let me just say that right now. Um, but yeah, I hate you for what you just did there. hate you for what yeah. you did. So let's get into this. Let's back. talk more about Mr. Bullcut and Hitch. Well, uh, his name's Marlo. So we join Hitch and Marlo walking through the woods. Hitch is concerned that they've strayed too far from everyone else. Because once again, keep in mind... They're military police. They are some of the ones hunting scouts right now. Marlo can't figure out why the scouts, who are the same people who are putting their lives on the line to help people, would turn around and just kill people. Using his brain. Yep. Hitch basically says, and now she brings up a pretty good point. (laughs) I gotta say, she brings up a pretty Mm -hmm. good point. She says, hey, do you not remember the time they fought inside the walls and murdered like 400 people because it was literally a battlefield? <laughs> she goes on to say that Annie's stuff is still in her room. That oh, you, poor Annie. So this, is, this was interesting. The military police don't know that Annie was a titan. That's what she's saying. Mm-hmm. She's hinting at the fact that Annie died. Died during that, that battle. Um more on that I later. Wanted, I wanted to talk a little bit about this. You had mentioned this a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to say, I think you're 100% completely mm-hmm. right. Yeah? She definitely reminds me of Nefro Pita. All right. Definitely. Yes. Okay. A Chimera, a chimera Ant Arc, the just greatest arc of all time. <laughs> or at least that's what people tell me. Marlo seems to be a pretty big fan of the Scouts. He might be having some second guesses. That's what he's making it sound like. Just then, Hitch hears someone in the water, and it ends up being Armin Arlert. He turns to find himself with a gun pointed in his face, when just then Mikasa and Levi jump from the trees and take their guns. I love this. It's just uh, more <coughs> cool. Yeah, just cough right in the mic there. <coughs> I'm sorry, COVID. Um, Corey V, you're a bastard. I wanted to say this too. Well, hey, (coughs) what? First of all, I saw that one coming. Stop hitting that vape pin. It's not the vape pin; it's the cold brew. Um, I gotta reset this because you just fucked it all up. Damn it! So Marlo seems to be a pretty big fan of the scouts. He might be having some second guesses. I went too far back. 
Well, I, can I say something before you go? It on? ends up, we're getting back to the same point. So what do you need to say before this I get to this? super important. Hold your horses. All right, keep going. God. Really, I was hoping I could ask this question, but. It ends up, you're going to get to ask the question. It ends up being Armin Arlard, and he turns to find himself at gunpoint when Mikasa and Levi jump from the trees and take their guns. And I was just saying, before you just rudely hacked into the microphone, it's cool to see more of this human-on-human action. I'm not missing the Titans right now. Okay, so you don't want this uh, show to be about Titans? No, you know, four episodes into this new season, you know, it's been fun to see this... uh, this political side of it. Okay. I now, agree. I completely agree. I think this is a great mix up and I'm honestly at this point I'm enjoy I'm enjoying this season more than season two. The uh, interesting hot take there. That's what I'll say first of all. Okay. We can get more into that later. Second thing I was gonna say. The Titans, they're just true evil. They're evil through and through because that's the only way they're wired. You know what you're getting with them. Mm-hmm. This political side of it this is, you know, humans, there's the, they can be pure evil, but they can also put on a fake face and lie and yeah, that's be what's, sneaky. that's what's scary about humans. Now, will you, two things, will you finish your freaking cold brew, and will you ask your question? All right, so, I'm almost done with it. A couple more sips. That was such aggressive swallowing. I'm so sorry for everyone who heard that, because I know our $400 mic... Picked him up. Pick that up. Can I get to my question? Please. Are, do you think Marlo and Hitch are from the 103rd? No. Okay, then what do you think they're from? I, I mean, they're obviously they weren't from the 104th. Do you think um, they were from the class before them? Because you have to be in the top 10. We would have seen them in the top 10. I'm guessing they were either the class before them or maybe two yeah, classes before. Yeah, it, it had to be the 103rd, yeah. Or even the maybe the 102. Maybe the one before that. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Is it just does it go by year? I guess. Well, but there's but been there's, they've talked about 107 years, but then only 104th class. So what? I don't think it's by year. I think it's probably. I don't know. That's that's a tough one because they also trained for three years. Mm-hmm. The 104th did. Yeah. So. I don't know how they do that. I mean, how long have they been out? Have they graduated? How long ago was that, do you think? Is that still just... Not that long. It's probably been... A couple months? A few months, yeah. All right. Pretty good question. Thank you. I appreciate that. So we're back into this capital Mitral or whatever. And anytime you see that we're going to this capital Mitral, just be prepared to be see a bunch of people that you've never seen before. But in this case, it's actually Erwin who's in a cell when a man walks in and says, let's get this interrogation over. Just a quick little scene there. Okay. In the city streets, we see some, I'm assuming reporters, because, you know, they're writing stuff down. They've got hats. They're dressed kind of nice, and they're talking to a military policeman. And they ask about the scout murders when one of the reporters starts to smell something a little fishy. Ooh. And he starts to ask some follow-ups, but he's stopped by his other journalist friend. Hey. Who, uh, you know, he's picking up on... He's just a rookie. He's figuring it out. He's like, hey, man, let's not get killed right now. Fake news. So he tells uh, Niall, I think this is, that they're not going to write about the MPs or their new ODMs. And the new ODMs, 
you kind of touched on this. I don't think they recalled this when you touched on it. Are the buckshots. And it's basically the guns that they've got, kind of along with their ODM gear. That uh, And they admit straight up, these were basically made to use against people, yep. a.k.a. scouts. So that's pretty crazy. So we've got... They pretty much just admit right there that we have the government versus the scouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Demo Reeves' son is running away from military police. <laughs> His name is Flagle. Flagle. <laughs> he, he looks like a Flagle. Looks, <laughs> if you had to show, listen, if you showed me a room full of ten guys and said, point out the Flagle, I would point this guy out so quickly. Oh, yeah. Ten out of ten times. Oh, you're my him. God. He turns into a dead end, but before the MPs can catch him, Hanji ODMs on down to him and saves him. I think I kind of missed this point now that you say that, though, from <clears throat> an episode or two ago. Flagel was in an alley taking a piss when his dad got his throat slit, right. and he did not say anything. He obviously knew if he tried to do anything, he would die too, so yeah. he stayed in the corner, saw that it was interior police, and they never caught him. Except, obviously, someone saw Someone's, him yeah. with him seeing, yeah, so that's why they are chasing after him. So anyway, Hanji saves him. She knows that he must know the truth about uh, his father's death. He goes on to say that it was a tall man in a black coat that killed his father. And it wasn't oy, a scout. Oy, oy. Yeah, wonder who that could be. He doesn't say he was wearing a cool hat, though, so it could be anyone. The MPs know that he was there, just like I was saying, and saw what happened, and that's why they're chasing him. Hanji says, instead of being a bitch... Wouldn't you rather just stand up to them and get to the bottom of all this, you know, call them out for what they did? Girl Haji, always speaking the truth. But as I just said, he just so happens, with a name like Flagel, to be a real bitch. So he starts having a breakdown, and after a little skirmish where they're just yelling at each other, Haji decides she's going to just take matters into her own hands and just starts dragging him along. Yeah. I mean, this guy... He's trying to be the next Daz. Well, no one's as bad as Daz, but yeah, he's working yeah, his way. That's why I said Daz. trying. He hasn't yeah. accomplished, but he's working on it. What is Daz up to nowadays? He's just... I felt like he found a bathroom to hide in three months ago, and he's just stayed in there. You don't think he's killed himself yet? He. They have porter potties, and he's sustaining himself by hiding under a porter potty and just eating shit as it comes down because he's such a... God, I, why wasn't it him? Why did he not die the first season? Why did it have no. to be Marco? Come on. I mean, that's... it's. I blame Krista. That's why I'm still working on trying to get, you know, get to where yeah. I like her in my eyes. But I will say that, yeah. That, that's the one flaw that she has. I think she's perfect everywhere else. She saved Daz. So we're back with Levi. He's thinking about his plan. They're going to disguise himself in uh, the military police, obviously hitching uh, Marlo's clothes, and that's how they're going to save Aaron. Finished it. It's finished. Three episodes in, four hours in. We've finished the cold brews, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. Best $5 you ever spent. It's $3.27. It really didn't feel like you had to choke it down at all. Now... Here's the cruel here's the cruel world we live in. I'm gonna see you tomorrow morning and you're just gonna be yawning and yawning and yawning because you're gonna be up till one AM because you just drank an entire cold brew. No, I'm not, dude. You're just so basic. Whatever. 
So they're going to disguise themselves as MPs. Levi walks over to Marlo. He walks over to Marlo and Hitch. Tells them that they will dispose of them now. Whoa, Levi. <laughs> I love how Marlo's like in awe of... He's like, is this really Captain Ooh, Levi? Yeah, good point. He's like, oh, Levi. <laughs> and then Hitch of all times decides now is a good one to inform them that they killed hundreds of people in Stoess. <laughs> right after Levi says, we're getting ready to dispose of you. <laughs> she's like, how do I save my own life? She says... Well, you people killed a bunch of people, and you are, are not that great of people. The thing she didn't know, though, and what works out in her favor, is that Levi hates... Pointless deaths. He hates it. It's his least favorite thing. So he says, you know what? You're right. You're right. She goes on to mention Annie and ask if they were friends with her, but then goes on to realize that Annie had no interest in having friends. So instead, she goes on to say that they are the reason that Annie must have been pulverized into Titan jelly. Oh, whoa. Yikes. Levi's not standing for that, though. He says, uh, no. Hey, she was the Titan we were fighting. I love it. Just tell him like it is. He goes on to say it makes him sick because no one knows anything about this world except for the ones in the center. Wow, it kind of sounds like our world. Yeah, whoa. Chill out over there. Sorry. Getting a little too real over here. Yeah. Pull back the realness. Just talking about Attack on Titan. Reptilians. Marlo begs Levi to let him help, but Levi ain't buying it and tells him, not a chance. Shut your stupid haircut up. He tells Sasha to tie them up, but Jean says, no, let me do it. Levi kind of looks at him like, okay, knock yourself out, I guess. Kind of a weird Whoa. request. He saw a Hitch looking all fine over there. I guess so. But no, he would never do that to Mikasa. Oh, that's true. Sorry. So Jean walks Marlo through the woods with Hitch and then begins threatening to kill them. Crazy Jean is back, everybody. This is yeah. the same guy who was trying to kill, or butcher his leaders in the forest of giant trees. <laughs> he just got that crazy look in his eye. Marlo tries to plead for his life, and in the best thing that has happened yet, I mean, this is so great. Jean says, I promise you, I did not remember this the first time I took notes. As if I could trust you, especially you, Mr. Bullcut. <laughs> Incredible. He is, he is working up this act just Incredible. well. Incredible. Can't believe, I've dropped, my mouth dropped when I read that. <laughs> You don't remember that? No. When I made the notes the first time, I just was calling it like it is. I did not know they ever referenced it in the show. Because in the show, people have crazy hairdos. Like, we, heck, Gelgar looked like Elvis, for crying out loud. But Jean hits him with a Mr. Ball cut. Oh, and they bring it up multiple times later on, too. Oh, so great. I legitimately did not remember. He then says, who in the right mind would cut their hair like that? <laughs> <laughs> John somehow trips on the grass. He was nailing it. Then he did this. Drops his knife. And so Marlo picks it up. And then Hitch just books it. John recovers quickly enough to stop the knife from, you know, Marlo doing something with it. And he gets a gun on him. Marlo states again that he's on their side. He says that he picked the wrong regiment. Yeah, I love Marlo. Marlo's killing it. And as long as they have it in them to keep fighting, he will trust them. And John's kind of like, you know what? This guy might not be so bad. He's kind of filling him out, thinking, 
Well, yeah. he's playing this whole act, you know, trying to get get him to say something yeah. like that. And he's like, well, Mr. Bullcut, you're pretty cool. But that's when Hitch comes back and hits John out of the park. Just, you know, she found a piece of wood and yikes. Hey, and props to Hitch for not just running away and actually trying to yeah, help Marla. Because that's what it made it seem like initially. Yeah. Well, while Jean is lying down, Marlo asks him what he would have done if he had swung the knife at him. Why did he wants to know why he trusted him? Jean says because he reminds him of a guy that he hates, a real damn idiot. We all know who that damn idiot what? is. What you do? Yeah, well, I, I didn't know who he was talking about here. Arler, I think. Marlo says this idiot is it the same one Annie talked about? Man. Aaron is developing a real reputation for himself. Hey, he is <laughs> his idioticness has just left a mark on everyone. <laughs> John says, "You know what? If I trust you guys, so should Captain Levi." And sure enough, the next scene is Marlo and Hitch standing behind Levi, scouting out a checkpoint that they say shouldn't be the least manned. Levi tells them to go back to their squads before people get suspicious. The gang then charges in horse with horses and buggies that kick ass. We don't even need to see it because why would we? We knew what was going on here. And we get to a calling card. And this is another one that's just very wordy. I don't really know what it's saying. Let's hear it. It's chancellery. Chancellery. Okay. Chancellery. I don't even know. An institution which unifies and supervises the various public organizations of administration, justice, and military, which act under the royal government's will. Although it officially outranks other organizations, its authority is under constant contention. Hey, are you are you sleeping? Huh? Are you yeah, are it, you awake? This is what I heard. Do, Hey, and when I was talking, you know what I heard? What's that show that they always, the adults talk like this, and then the guy kicks the ball, and then the dog takes the ball away from him, and he falls on his back? It's like, have you watched... What is that show? Say it again. The, the adults talk like that. They're like, uh-huh. but the kids don't. And then when the guy, like, he's a bald-headed kid, he goes to kick the football, and then they play the trick on him where they pull the football oh, away. Oh, Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown, yeah. Did so, you not remember the name Charlie Brown? No. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. No, I did not remember that name. I mean, it was a little bit before our time, but, like, Charlie Brown's been around. Like, how well, that's what I not, meant. I haven't seen it in a long like, time. Like, the title of the show is is his name it's that's one of the first animes i've ever watched okay (laughs) that and spongebob um but no what i was saying is have you watched any sporting events lately where they cut to like the sideline reporter but you don't actually see them they're just making a report and they clearly have a mask on because as we've mentioned before uh if you're listening to this in the future Corey v still really got a tight Mm -hmm. hold on the world's balls right now and they're just like what was the, uh, the team's really, they, they cleared the COVID test today, they're just out here playing real hard. <laughs> you just can't understand what they're saying at all. You're like, hey, walk to the corner, take the mask off, make the report. We don't know what you're saying, Holly. <laughs> or just don't even show up. 
But no, that was a calling card. Who knows what it meant? If you know what it meant, you can explain it in a simpler term. Feel free. Email us, the podcast chronicles but, at gmail.com. Basically, what we know right now that's getting a little more political, we know that King Fritz is a fraud. Yeah. Lord Rice. King Fritz, is that the Wizard King? Wizard King is a fraud. You know that guy's name? Yeah, they've said it before. You are killing it. Sorry, I I pay attention. I'm just really on one. Except I really think you would have said that on the podcast before. I said it last episode. Did you say King Fritz? Yes. I guess anytime you say King, I just immediately think about how he's a wizard and he could pull okay. a wand out any second now. Okay, and then we know that Lord <laughs> Rice, like, the real My heir. brother, Eldjin. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Eldjin. Let's pay respects to Eldjin real quick. Let's give a five-second pause. Wow, five se- You've never done this before. Usually I'm the one with the moment of silence. Do you want a five-second pause? Yes, this one's for Petra and Eldjin and the other two... Guys, yeah. Okay. Ready, go. <coughs> all right. Wow, that was... I felt that vape pit all the way from over here. If you just wanted to take a vape pit, you just... Oh, my God. What is that? R.I.P. Strawberries? Blue Raz. All right, that's pretty lame. Okay, that's uh, your turn to take take the reins here. Oh, shit. Um, was I supposed to take the reins on this episode? <laughs> Got you with your pants down. Had to do a makeup page turn to see if he had notes. All right. We're back at it, and we're back to Flagel Reeves. Flagel! He is, uh, he's panicking, and he's pushed into a corner by the military police that are chasing him. He's kind of in, like, what they think is a deserted area, and... The military police guy is crying because he thought that Reeves would get away and that he would die. Dude, what is this oh guy's my deal? Like, I know that... Did he... T- okay, wait. I got a question. Did this guy just, like, snort a line of cocaine before he did... He is... Yeah, he is in his feelings. Falling to his knees. This is a proper madman. What is his teammates thinking? He's got two other guys, right? Are they not side-eyeing each other like, this guy's in charge? Should we we file a report? (laughs) Hey, he quickly wipes it off, though, and he's like, look, we have him now. I thought we were dead. He gets back under control, and he's just like, okay, now. (laughs) Okay, now you must die. He reminds me of ACDC when uh, Joseph Joe Star cornered him. ACDC. What is the show called? You know what? What is the show called? It's I'm not even going to tell you. A, uh, a wait, what? What did you say it was? What is what was the I'm not telling this, you. What was the initials that you said? ACDC. It's called ACDC? Is it not called oh, JoJo's dude. Bizarre Adventure? Why yeah. ACDC? Listeners, let's uh, let's just ignore Ronnie here. He is not cultured enough for this. <laughs> Please tell me. This wanna, guy sucks. I want to know. ACDC. He's one of the pillar men. Okay. His Something name is ACDC. Know. Hey, listeners! Please, if you're listening to this, <laughs> give us give us an email at thepodcastchronicles at gmail and let Ronnie know how uncultured he is and that he needs to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. God, I'm going to start just dropping such deep Minecraft references and you're going to be so... So anyways, 
Reeves then asks the military police why his dad died, and that's all he wants to know before he dies. And he's just begging them. He just wants that information. He makes the military police guy say that the interior made the old man, uh, you know, capture, well, what they thought was Historia and Aaron to begin with, and that if he didn't do it, they would have killed him. And little Reeves gets them to basically confess everything. Oh, yeah. And that's when he says, You idiots, look up. And best girl Hanji swoops in with best guy Moblet. Moblet, Moblet. And they take him down. And, you know, it's three on two. So they take the first two down. Hanji then comes up, dodges a shotgun blast to the face, <laughs> and throws a haymaker at this guy. Yeah, thanks for the help there, Flagel. And while Flagel's eating, he somehow found some corn puffs on the ground. Yeah. He's just eating them. Of course, he, he could have helped, but also, I don't know, maybe the 500 other people <laughs> that walked out of the 10 rooms that were around this place? Yeah, that's when Hanji says, look around, and some, somehow there's 500 people. <laughs> Like you said, around. And they all heard everything, and they, they even say that they will be witnesses to what they just heard. And this place isn't a dump. This we place, all live here. This place is nice. <laughs> this guy just said where we live is a piece of shit. Fuck just this guy. Just look over in the corner, there's just a guy taking a shit on the walkways. And, this place isn't so bad. No. Um. Yeah, and that's when Flagle, he... He really comes around right here. Yeah, he okay. he finally makes a good play. He sits on the military police guy's mm-hmm. head. Yep. Just awesome. I don't know how this guy's head isn't crushed from this. Really missed an opportunity to just let out the swampiest fart ever. Oh, I know. I'm sure he did. It was just silent. Just a little wet. Just a little wet and silent. And he says that the Reeves Company will now protect this city at any cost. He is the boss now. Mm-hmm. What a play by Flagle. I hate it on him, but... Everyone's like, all right, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, they just start clapping. It's like a slow clap. That was awesome. It was a slow clap. (laughs) Flagle, Flagle. They're like, wow, we we thought this guy sucked. We might need a clap for him. Um, So Hanji's plan worked. Hanji is the G, okay? Trust in Hanji. Yep. We then go over to Levi torturing a military police guy from the site that they just raided. From Marlowe and Hitch's help. Yeah, hey, when did Captain Hook join the military police? Hey, am I right? This guy. Hey. You're right. Is this guy not Captain Hook? You're right. I'll give you that one. It's one of the few that I'll give you. Captain Hook. This guy even talks about how, wow. Off to never... Sorry, he doesn't say that. He somewhat says that, but he does say, yeah, y'all just handled my uh, rookie military police squad that can barely wipe their own ass i hope you feel proud of yourselves and levi's like well my squad can barely wipe their own ass too so yeah we are kind of proud levi then breaks his arm because the guy isn't talking which i thought was awesome yeah and the guy says he doesn't know anything and that kenny ackerman is won't say anything Mm -hmm. and then as soon as he says that levi's like did you just say kenny ackerman and Mikasa has a little eye turn, too, because yeah. obviously we know what her last name is. Ackerman. 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 The scouts then see that people are coming, and the guy says, told you so, pretty much to him, saying that they're screwed. 
We go back to Irwin in jail, and he's still missing an arm. Mm-hmm. He still doesn't have an arm. Yeah, it just doesn't have one. I've, we haven't talked about this, but he still doesn't have an arm. He's just got one arm. He's got one arm. We haven't talked about this enough. Just one arm in it. His sleeves look stupid. Yeah. It. Just cut your sleeve off. Yeah, buddy. I think sleeves, I think they're typically made for arms, so. Yeah. If you didn't have one, I could see where that might. That's when we have uh, Captain Nile of the military police coming might in. Might make a sleeve look kind of weird. <sighs> yep. So Captain Nile comes in and says, hey, Irwin, uh, why do you have two sleeves but one arm? He doesn't say oh, that. he doesn't say that. No, no, he doesn't. But he does come in and give a heads up of what's going on. And this is when you can kind of tell that Nile's a little suspicious about everything, too. Mm-hmm. I kind of like this guy now. I didn't like him in season one at all, but I'm kind yeah. of coming around to him. He says that they're going to decide your final sentence and... Basically, if you're going to be executed or not, the king and the cats, the king and the council will. He asks Nile, Erwin then asks Nile if his family is doing well in the Stohas district, mm-hmm. and Nile says, as far as he knows, yes, they're doing well. Uh, and then he asks Erwin why he was, um, why are you asking that question? Why are you asking that? He tells Nile that he entrusted something to Pixis, and when the time comes, um that Nile will have to decide what to do. What? Hey, Commander Irwin, are you auditioning for the role of the Joker? <laughs> why why do you think he asked Nile that though about his family? Um, because he's auditioning for the role <laughs> of the Joker? <laughs> or we just <laughs> imagine the world, you know, uh Good for uh, Robert Pattinson. You know, he became the Batman. New movies coming out. And the Joker makes a cameo and it cuts. Everything's real life. And then all of a sudden you just see an animated Commander Irwin. <laughs> why he's just. Why he's so serious. <laughs> and his stupid one arm look. Heath Ledger, not my Joker. Commander <laughs> Irwin Smith. Irwin Smiths. Oh, you're, uh, your family alright? Or. When's the last time you talked to him? Oh, really? You, uh, what were they doing? Uh, 8.30. About the time your kid crawls in the bed and opens up a book, huh? <laughs> now it just starts breaking down. <laughs> what? He sprints all the way to his house. His family's just sitting there eating dinner. And like, Dad's home. He's like, ah, I gotta go back to work. I've completely, I've completely lost where I was. Was it because I did such a good? Uh, you did Commander Irwin Joker bit. <laughs> he was that was a good bit because it did remind me of the Joker. I will say that I did not have that in my notes, and I'm glad you pointed that out. Right. But why the fuck did he ask that about his family? <laughs> I personally. Why did he ask that? I have I, no clue. If my, in my own opinion, Irwin Smith, bad guy or good guy. Does, or I'm saying, like, if he's even dealing with a bad guy, he does not strike me as the person to stoop as low to, like, put children up or family as collateral. I think, if anything, he just knows that maybe a lot of these military police guys, their family don't doesn't live in the interior walls with him, and he's just trying to get into his head. I just can't, I mean, maybe we'll see, but I can't imagine him having, like, or Pixies, too. To go. That's what I'm thinking, man, like. That is a hundred percent what he's insinuating. Yes, 
but I think he's just trying to. I mean, you also didn't mention this earlier. I had talked about how the guy walked in and said, "Let's get this interrogation over with Irwin," when it's clear that they just beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably pissed from that, and he's probably just you know fucking with him at this point. Yeah, it's the way he says it too. It's just like you said. It's like a Joker esque. Yeah, like it's awesome. It just makes me like him more, even though it's very menacing. Yeah. We then head over to the council, and they're talking about Irwin, and they're basically like, yeah, I don't think he knows anything from Pastor Nick. That guy was a complete nut job. There's no way that he defied the walls, is mm-hmm. pretty much what they say. So we kind of had made the joke earlier that they ended up killing Pastor Nick because they assumed that he told the scouts something. And these guys pretty much know, like, there's no way he did, but we just killed him anyway. Yeah. yeah. And for that, you know, hey, maybe these guys aren't as bad as I thought. <laughs> Pastor Nick had to go. That guy sucked. Erwin Smith then arrives on site, and they talk about executing him and how everything is now going according to plan. Mm-hmm. It's all going to work out. End of episode. End of episode. We did a half page turn there, ladies and gents, to see if we had any more on that episode. We did not. We did not. Therefore, it end. wasn't a page turn and end of episode. EOE. Yep. Um, so, do you do you have anything for our segment? You had anything kicking around in that, in that uh, head of yours that we know is always operating at 110%? Uh, we can talk about coffee. You gonna talk about coffee? Yeah. Okay, that sounds just like a, a terribly boring segment here at the end, but you know what? Throwing caution to the wind, let's do it. Have I talked about coffee on this podcast before? Wow, it seems like this coffee segment has a whole lot more in store for us than I would have thought. No. Um, I think after you just spent three episodes uh, finishing off a cold brew, it's the only way to end this episode. Okay. Go ahead and tell us about coffee. So coffee, guys. Uh, Sorry, you, hey, no one would blame you if you turned it off right now, but here's Chaz's coffee segment. Coffee. From the oldest times when people... <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. All right, I can't come up with a cool story. I'll just say this. Nitro cold brew, Americano cold brew, yeah. black, throwing a little sweet cream in my nitro, right. mostly black. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love coffee. I love caffeine. Just inject it into my veins. That's all I have to say. Okay, and that's why he yawns 57 times in the morning every time I see him. And he's just, uh, you know, caffeine addiction's not anything to mess around with, kids. So be careful. Was that, so that was a segment, huh? <laughs> that was the coffee segment, yeah. That no, was that the, was learning a little something about Chaz. That was the worst thing we've ever done. Let me just... <laughs> Let me just say... I guarantee you people wanted to know what coffee I drank. If you people hated that segment as much as I did, please uh, send feedback to the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. We'll see you... Subscribe to us on YouTube. Don't subscribe to us on YouTube. Take that subscription somewhere else that means something to us, more like uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Hey, here's something. Leave a leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Whoa, okay. That is something that po- every single podcast says. We suck so bad at hosting a podcast. We've never said it before. Um, it's fine. I can see the uh, we're good. So yeah, leave a leave a review for us. You know, I think what we're supposed to say is five stars. But listen, no, 
I ain't no greedy bitch. Just leave whatever stars yeah. you feel like. Yeah, I'm, I will never ask for five stars. I prefer five stars, but I will never ask for five stars. Well, I felt like you saying you prefer five stars was kind of asking for five stars. No, it was just like, I, you know, I'm not going to say, like, give us a one star. I prefer the five star. If yeah, you, yeah. And if you give us something lower than five and you send us feedback and you say we suck, we might ban you or we might block you. I'm not saying that. I'm saying give us whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I, I would just prefer a five star. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you were on one last episode between the coffee segment and your very confusing five-star, one-star point there. I felt like you've really fallen off. I can't wait for season four when we only have to do one episode at a time. You clearly burn out near episode three. You just really lose all your momentum. Season four, December 7th. I've been Ronnie. He's been Chaz. We'll talk with you next time. Peace. Uh, Peace. That's how you